Hello everyone and welcome back to the Thriving Female podcast. This is the podcast that you need in your life if you are a stressed professional woman who wants to get back in control of her body and her health and well-being so she can feel confident, attractive, in control and actually enjoy the life she has worked so hard for. We are now on to episode four. This is the furthest I've ever got with a podcast. I had a podcast previously that I didn't get beyond episode three, so we're hanging in there. We've got into episode four. And today I wanted to talk about something that I hear a lot from professional women that I call the busyness problem. This often manifests as I'm too busy to go to the gym. I'm too busy to go on a diet. I'm too busy to commit to my health and fitness. I have too much going on in my life. I'm just too busy. There's too much going on. Now, I'm not actually going to tell you that you're wrong. I get really annoyed with the health and fitness industry when it's like, you're not too busy. You can do it because I get it, right? It is really hard when you have a busy job, when you have a lot going on. It's very easy for somebody whose entire life is health and fitness. And I'm not one of those people, by the way, my life, health and fitness is my job, as in like helping other people with their health and fitness. And I make it a priority in my life, but it's not my whole life by any means. My partner's not into health and fitness. I might do an episode about that actually at some point. Um, my you know, health and fitness is a part of my life, but it's not the only part of my life. And for a long time, it was a very small part of my life because my career was in banking. Of course, it's hard to fit health and fitness in when there is a lot going on in your life that is nothing to do with fitness. As I say, when I got into fitness, I was working a 14 hour work day. I was five days a week in the office. I was commuting each way. At one point in that period of time, I was actually commuting two hours each way because I was living in Leicestershire and commuting into London. And, you know, it's hard. I, I was very, very busy and fitting fitting health and fitness into my day was very, very difficult. I have this with clients as well. You know, I see a lot of clients who are very, very busy. They have a lot of demands on their time. When people say, you know, you, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. Yeah, we do. But we all have very different demands on those 24 hours. And I completely get that. I'm not going to tell you that you're not too busy. But I think it's easy to let that become an excuse and to kind of kid yourself that you're too busy when in actual fact I believe that your busyness is actually a superpower the fact that you are busy is what means you can make a success of your health and fitness but the health and fitness industry doesn't tell you how to use your busyness to your advantage so in this episode I'm going to take you through four things that I hear a lot relating to this and sort of little mindsets around being busy that might help you And then I'm going to take you through five really simple tips that you can use to use your busyness to your advantage. The first thing that I want to address is the idea of there being a perfect time to deal with your health and fitness. I hear this a lot from people, you know, I'll wait until I'm not as busy. I'll wait until life is less stressful. I'll wait until, um, you know, I've not got a busy period at work or whatever and to start addressing my health and fitness. I see it all the time with clients. I see it a lot with people I speak to on social media. I, I used to see it a lot with myself. I would say, I'll deal with this in February once I've got X out the way. I will deal with this after month end. I will deal with this after bank reporting season because I used to cover bank reporting. But the fact is, there is no such thing as a perfect time. You will always have things going on. There will always be things you need to do. There will always be other demands on your time. As I said, 
your whole life isn't health and fitness. So of course there are other demands on your time and that's always going to be the case. A lot of people, I think when they're thinking about dieting, getting into fitness, building up their fitness routine, they feel like they need to have a clear six weeks, 12 weeks, like four months, five months, six months ahead of them, or even just to clear, you know, two or three weeks in order to get themselves into a good position. But you and I both know that in your life, that's probably not possible. A lot of women, I think, wait for this perfect time because they want it to be easy and they want it to feel like they see other people on social media or like they see friends seeming to do it. They want it to be as simple as possible. But all waiting for that perfect time is doing is kicking the can down the road and making the problem worse. When you say, you know, I'll wait until X, I'll wait until Y, the problem's getting worse. You know, you may be gaining more weight. You're maybe getting less fit. Your health is suffering. You're just putting off being happy like there is no such thing as a perfect time and what's more the second point here is you don't want a perfect time what can happen a lot and what I've seen um I've seen clients make this mistake is they will start when life is really unstressful and they will have three months where actually life's really great maybe they're on garden leave or it's the end of mat leave or um they're in the process of moving into a new job and they've got the kind of transition period so it's a bit quieter but then and they get it all nailed you know they, they're in a good routine with the gym they're in a good routine with food and so they start working with me but then life happens then life actually happens and they suddenly get busy but then work is hard and they're not equipped to deal with that because they haven't haven't managed it and they haven't dealt with it at a period of time when things are busy the reality of your life and your career probably means that your life is full on most of the time. So waiting for a time when it's all quiet, waiting for a time when it's really easy, that's that's not the reality of what life is going to be like for you. And so you're almost setting yourself up for a fall down the road. You are much better off working with the reality of, of where you are and what your life looks like. The third thing to remember is that your lifestyle is actually a bonus. The fact that you are busy is actually a bonus it can be very easy to feel like you need to have all of this time to do stuff. But actually, the fact you're busy means that you're more likely to get stuff done because you're someone who is used to getting stuff done. You are used to operating on a tight schedule, packing lots into the day, getting stuff done. You are used to doing that in your professional life. You're used to doing it in your personal life. You can use that for your health and fitness too. If you think about how much you get done in a working day, when you're probably, you know, really stretched, you probably could do with like six more people in your team, you're probably doing more than one person's job. Imagine if you could use that towards your health and fitness goals too. You have this ability to get shit done. You can take that and translate it into your health and fitness. Because the fourth point here is you don't necessarily have to add in a bunch of stuff. A lot of people think when it comes to getting into health and fitness, when it comes to dieting, changing their body, getting back in control, actually you know, showing up and doing things like eating well and exercising, that they're going to have to do a load of extra stuff. Something that a lot of my clients are surprised about when, um, when they start coaching is actually how little they have to do, how actually it's not about giving you a ton of things to do. It's often about taking what you're already doing, taking what life already looks like and changing that a little bit. It's about re-engineering what's already there to make it work for you. You probably sit there and think that you have, in order to to change your body, in order to lose weight, in order to start exercising, you're going to have to do a whole bunch extra stuff. When in reality, it might just be taking what's already in your life and just tweaking it ever so slightly. So those are the four things that 
I think it's really important to remember when it comes to busyness. And all of that goes to say that, yes, you might be busy. You might have a lot going on, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're too busy. But what you need is a different approach. So here are five really simple tips that you can take away from this episode and go in action in order to actually fit health and fitness into your life and in order to actually make the changes that you want to make. The first one, and this is... This is the most me thing I could possibly come up with. If if I if I've got probably got clients listening to this who are like, yes, Amy, of course, that's the first one. It's to plan ahead. Winging it is never the answer. You need to be organized. Your working day is probably really organized. You probably have an agenda with times for certain meetings. You have a calendar that maps out what it is that you you know have to do each day and at what time. You probably have a to do list that you tick off, and the next day you move items onto that to do list. It is the same for your health and fitness. You have to plan it in. It can't be something that you tack on. It has to be something that you incorporate within your existing plan. So plan in when you're going to go to do do a home workout or go to the gym. Put that into your calendar. You know, you can set it as a private appointment on Outlook, but put it into your calendar in the same way you would a work meeting, in the same way you would a doctor's appointment, because it is as important. But also look at those times that you are wasting and planning what you're going to do instead. Something that I really recommend, this is sort of a side note, this isn't one of the numbers, but do a little bit of an audit of your time. At the end of the working day, write down what you did in each hour of the day and have a look at where you wasted time. I say this because I was the queen of time wasting when I was back in the corporate world. And I had a client recently who we had this exact conversation with where she felt like she didn't have the time. When we actually looked at what she was using her time, there was a lot of time being used for stuff that actually wasn't, wasn't helping her and she didn't like how she was using her time. I used to tell myself I didn't have time to exercise. And then when I did this exercise and audited my time as part of a fitness program that I was doing at the time, I realized how much of my day I was spending scrolling on social media, watching stuff on well I used to download stuff onto my iPad and then watch it on the train when I could have been using that time for something different I used to spend my lunch breaks scrolling on the daily mail I was wasting a lot of time when actually I could have used that time differently I could have used my commute to plan my food ahead of time so I knew what I was going to be eating over the next over the next couple of days you know I could use it to, to make sure my food was logged in my fitness pal I could have used it to do the online food shop and order some stuff or to plan my workouts I could have used the time I was scrolling on the Daily Mail to go and get a workout in or just go for a walk even. I could have used that time that I was scrolling on social media mindlessly in the evenings to go to the gym. Like there is so much you can do with your time. So that's a little sub one. Number two is to always have a contingency plan as well as a plan. If you plan two workouts a week, it is very easy for the all or nothing mindset to creep in when you can't do one. I see this happen with clients all of the time. And it's why I'm so hot on this with people. If you plan to do two workouts a week and then something happens and the first one doesn't get done, or the second one doesn't get done, you know, you get stuck at work late or a train is cancelled or suddenly you have a personal emergency and you've got to go help a friend or whatever it might be. You think I failed because I haven't done that workout and you have no other time within your diary to get another one done. So what I always suggest that people do is to have a contingency plan within their week. So for example, I'll use myself here. This is not what you have to do, but it's kind of how I think about it. I do four workouts a week, but I actually have five slots within my calendar where I could do a workout. So I always do a workout 
um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then I will do one on a Saturday morning. But if for whatever reason Saturday morning can't happen, I have a work call, which sometimes happens, or I have something personally and I'm going out for the day and I can't get to the gym on a Saturday morning, I still have Sunday and I can still go on Sunday. But having that contingency plan in there means that I never feel like I fail because even if I can't do it, I've always got another option. So have a fallback option, have a contingency. The same goes with your food. Yes, you might be busy and you might plan to cook something from scratch. But actually, if you can't cook your meal from scratch that night because you're home late or because whatever it might be, you know, there's stuff going on, you've got late meetings, have have a contingency option, have a low calorie ready meal in the freezer that you can whip out and pop in, pop to the shops and get something that you can have. So you have a contingency option. The third thing, and it's sort of linked to that, is to have higher and lower options. If you feel like you're too busy some weeks, but then other weeks you have time, this might be the perfect thing for you. A lot of my clients have programs that we design depending on their work week. So for some weeks, it's four sessions in the gym, but for other weeks where you know it's busy and they've got meetings, or I've got clients who are um, barristers, so they're in court a lot, or are doing professional exams, or have to travel for work, they might have less space in their lives to fit health and fitness in so they have a slightly reduced program or a slimmed back program so having options to choose from a bit like a menu can help to break that all or nothing mindset and means that no matter how quote unquote busy things get you can always do something so you're like um i'm not too busy option might be two workouts in the gym but your I'm really busy option might be a quick class on a Sunday afternoon. You're still doing something. You are still moving things forward, but you're accepting that, yes, my diary changes. I need to flex it accordingly. The fourth thing then is to multitask. Now we are women. We can multitask. We know we can. I know that a lot of, there's a joke that men can't multitask. Having watched my partner attempt to multitask, I don't think they can. But multitasking when you are busy is a super useful thing to do. Things like, and some of these will make you laugh, I have done all of them. Replying to your emails whilst on the treadmill. This is a really easy one to do. If you go to the gym in the morning, hop and you've got, you know, 10,000 steps you should be doing or you feel like you want to increase your steps, hop on the treadmill after your workout and do 20 minutes whilst you reply to your emails, check your calendar, do bits and bobs. This is such an easy way to multitask and such a great thing to do. I actually used to find when I was working in the corporate world and I did this, my email responses were a lot better and a lot more balanced than they would be if I got up, rolled out of bed to my laptop and sat down and tried to reply to them. The blood was flowing. I find that I'm generally more creative and more thoughtful when I'm moving. It was really, really beneficial. You can always do things like do your meal prep whilst watching your mandatory training. This changed the game for me I worked in banking and we had um regulatory mandatory training we had to do which were just things we had to watch um and then quizzes we had to answer at the end in order to be compliant from a regulatory standpoint and we'd have them to do quarterly and sometimes it would take half a day or more to do the training not because it was particularly difficult it was never complicated stuff it was a lot of it was self-explanatory but you had to watch it and you had to have watched it. I used to put my laptop on the counter and watch my mandatory training whilst I was doing my weekly meal prep. It meant that it was better than watching Geordie Shaw or whatever else was that I would have watched when it was on the TV. But it also meant that I got it done whilst doing something else. Another one, which actually a couple of my clients have been doing and it's been really great, walking one-to-ones. If you have a one-to-one with a team member or with a boss or with a colleague, 
rather than sitting in a crappy meeting room, go out for a walk. Or if it's normally a Zoom call, ask if they're cool to do it as a phone chat and just go for a walk. Unless you need to share slides, there is no benefit to being on a Teams call or a Zoom call. So go out for a walk and move. You'll be surprised at how many steps you can do, first and foremost, by being out for a walk, but also by the quality of the conversation you'll have. It's really, really powerful. And then finally, number five, use being busy to your advantage. I've mentioned this earlier. Being busy means that you have to get things done. Being busy also has the added benefit of giving you less time to overthink and get in your own head so you can go and execute. I used to find eventually once I'd got over the initial hump of accepting that I was busy and doing it anyway, that I actually found it harder on the days when I wasn't busy to to prioritize my health and fitness because when I was busy, I just got it done because it was just what I had to do. When I wasn't busy, that was when it got harder because I had time to overthink. I had time to get in my own head. I had time to talk myself out of certain things. Whereas when I was busy, it was just go, 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 boom, 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 get it done. So actually, if you're somebody who feels like you're too busy right now, this is your chance to treat this like you would any other task and get it done regardless and actually build that momentum and build that resilience and that proof that you can do it. It's going to be really, really powerful. So if this week feels busy, it is time. It is time to accept that, yes, you might be busy, that, yes, we all have the same 24 hours in the day, but the demands on your 24 hours might look very, very different. But it's also time to say that that's not the reason that you can't feel great about yourself. You can do it even if you're busy. You are never too busy. It's all about understanding that yes there is a lot going on how can I make this work around what I have rather than trying to force myself to do things that maybe aren't achievable a lot of the fitness industry doesn't recognize that this they they their whole lives are health and fitness they're PTs who work in the gym so they can train whenever they want it's different when you are somebody who has a busy job when you have a lot going on when you have a lot of responsibility but you can use that to your advantage and it can become the superpower that will make you successful so let's go get it done this week I hope you found that useful as always if you like this episode please make sure you like on whatever platform um you are listening to this on make sure that you leave a comment if you can um please do also make sure you are following and share it on your social media platforms if you would like thank you guys i will speak to you next time